And now it's time for farm life. <laughs> Real, a is ago. that different from the rural report? Are we splitting? Oh crap! I forgot. It's rural report. Oh shoot! shoot. I gotta cut that back. Cut okay. that part. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. It's going okay. Good. What's new up in north? I'm not much. We're going mm-hmm. back to full opening because the governor's order um, in masking everyone, uh, I believe, expires at the end of the month. Hmm. But uh, because we have abandoned all semblance of dealing with the pandemic, fire uh, goes over at a national level. Um, <laughs> apparently, that's just what we're doing now. So, huh, this, and then it's back to business as usual. On the streets and highways that God built. Cute, such a Bob. Maybe not, yes, as many times, though. Well. <laughs> I am amazed every time I see that show, again, how many times they let him hit yeah. Ricks. How many times they make him hit Ricks. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when they cut, they still did it, I think, three more times. <laughs> they moved to the next cut to the next scene. Don't they go to the yeah. boat or the and then you hear scene. him in the, you, I think you hear him in the background when they go back yeah. to the boat. Yeah. Yep. Well, I am here in the bowels of the building. Uh, <laughs> I'm at school on a, uh, it's an off day. I think you the off. other side of Bob quotation. <laughs> no, no, don't like that bowel thing. no, don't like that bowel in there. Roman numeral three, surprise boy in bed, and uh, disembowel him. No, I don't like that bowel in there. Gut him. Ah, the mojoust. <laughs> the mojoust. <laughs> I knew what he meant, but I didn't know what those what those words meant uh, exactly. You know, but uh, oh man, fantastic. Yeah, uh, but speaking of air conditioning. Yes. I am next to a giant vent uh, system. Uh. You know, so it comes in to the wall and goes up into the ceiling. <laughs> so, giant, like the Men in Black system? Like industrial size. <laughs> I, you know, mm-hmm. uh, die hard could fit in there, you know, crawling through the... Oh, <laughs> he's running around in the air ducts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got three in a row. Yeah. So that's pretty fast. All right. Well, we've been pretty slight on clips lately, so mm-hmm. make it up for last time. Uh, there was a lot uh, last time or time before last. All right. <laughs> so so I'm in the interior of my storage room, uh, which is to say, I'm in my storage room, in my room, <laughs> because last time I recorded in my my room, there was a lot of car noises, from the, you know, because I'm next to the, my room's next to the street, hmm. and uh, so every once in a while a truck would go by. Oh. Vroom, vroom. It didn't sound too bad. I cut a lot of it out that I oh, could you? <laughs> you know, when I wasn't talking. I see. All of a sudden I talk and you hear in the background. Hmm. So, if yeah. it's if it's low enough, the noise gate will catch it. But mm-hmm. you could uh, you could just see how leaving it works and then we'll look at it in post. <laughs> yeah, well, I did. Uh, but in here, it's just the air condition. And that's enough of a, a, a white noise that I'm yeah. sure the... The gate will pick that out. Well, it's, the, it's the gate just cuts everything below, say, 27 or 8 decibels. 
Oh, I see. That's just a, a sound level. Oh, sorry. That's not that's not right. Volume. Minus okay. twenty eight. So hmm. so say minus thirty and below, it'll it'll chop it off. It'll just silence it. But there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a, a, of a release delay, so it's not so harsh. Hey, that's been hey. audio engineer talk, everyone. <laughs> So uh, I think it, it, it might be fine as long as it's not too loud. Uh, yeah. Just watch the meters, and if it goes above 30, you, you probably will need to cut it. But if it doesn't, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Mm-hmm. All right, sir. Okay, then. It's time for the Rural Report. All right. <laughs> Excellent. So a couple of days ago, it, it, the ladies were off. Megan took the girls to daycare, and she, then she went off to work. Hmm. So I was out there saying goodbye in the morning, and she... Pulled the car out of the driveway and all, and stopped. And I looked over and she was just stopped in the, at the uh, driveway opening mm-hmm. for a while. And that's weird. And then I looked and there was a a, a cow, a bull actually, oh. in the field across the way. And then a text came in and said, "Oh, you know, our neighbor's bull escaped again, as she is wont to do uh, <laughs> a couple times a year." Okay. Yeah, so be careful, you know, because I was out plowing <laughs> <laughs> the back forty. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going to feed the cats. In the oh, okay. So <laughs> a little more mundane. But anyway, so she, she drove on, and then he started coming this way, right? <laughs> uh, it's coming right for us. It's coming right for us. It's coming right for us. Yeah. And I wish I had, you know, thought to record right then, because the cow, his his cow, was like this super loud call. <laughs> You know, echoing throughout the land. And he looked Uh-oh. over, and I hear the, the neighbor calling, Ollie, his name's Oliver. <laughs> Ollie, come back here. You know, he, he looked over, and then he just kept, tr- he kind of trotted toward my way. Uh-huh. I was like, uh-oh, so I'm standing behind the car. <laughs> and, and he moseyed in, he went into the front yard, walked up to one of our trees and kind of rubbed up against it a little bit. <laughs> and then he moseyed across the driveway to the, our uh, big pine tree, <laughs> and he starts scratching his forehead on it. You know, because it's got the bark. You need you, hmm? you need a happy cow rotator. A happy cow. It yeah, looks like yeah. a it looks like a hero machine. <laughs> yeah, like a rotisserie. It's a, it's a really stiff brush <laughs> uh-huh. uh, for scratches. Yeah. Well, I don't think we need one because then he'd really be coming over on that. Yeah, he would. The <laughs> farmer needs one. He'd never mm-hmm. leave. Right. So, uh, so then he after. Got a good scratch. Then he went over to our plum tree and he starts eating plums off the tree. <laughs> it's like tearing down little twigs and, and plums. Just oh, oh, oh. getting them off the ground. And like, wow. Are they ripe? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're ripe. Oh, okay. So he ate a bunch of plums. And then it, and then by this time, the neighbor had driven in past our driveway and she kind of turned her car around and blocked the, the road so we couldn't go past her onto, you know, mm-hmm. on down the road. Yeah, because you have a um, fence and it's possible mm-hmm. to block your entryway. Yeah. You know, so then I, well, I went in. I didn't want to just stand around, let him be irritated. I'm not sure about his disposition too much. You know, he seemed content enough to just mosey around, but you never know. What about the bull? Uh, yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't so, really yeah. work with the gender of the, <laughs> of, uh, that's of true. the driver. I, I came back out in, in a few minutes, and he was gone, and she was in the neighborhood gone. So I guess she, I guess he had his fill of plums and went on back to his wife. <laughs> I had no idea. That's farm life. <laughs> or the rural report. Mm-hmm. I need an outro plink. <laughs> yeah. It's just the, just another, the last measure. banjo deal, yeah. yeah. I'll figure that out. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. use it for the intro and outro. 
Yeah. We'll see. That's our cold open. <laughs> uh, it's just called Two Brothers. It is. A, this, that's the name of the show. I am one of the brothers, and I am uh, currently named Marcus. Okay. I'll, I'll allow it. I am James. All right. <laughs> you may hear some crunching in the background. Uh, that's the cat. So. Crunchy cat. Well, we got a feeder for him that is uh, just a sort of, what is it? It's got a, it's not a hole, but it's a deep depression in it, but a wide area, a, a wide bowl area with a deep depression in it. So you put the food into the, into the hole and then the cat can fish it out into, onto the main eating area. <laughs> mm. So it just stimulates their desire to solve puzzles, <laughs> their, their curiosity and their desire to grab things out of tight places, I guess. I'm not really sure why it works, but it works really well. Mm-hmm. Excellent. An extra activity. Yeah. Work for your food. <laughs> Do the hunt. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, piano playing chicken. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bing, piano playing. It was fairly avant-garde. Yes. <laughs> so, but uh, my news has, yes, I decided that it was becoming too much. I was way too indulging indulgent in it and mm. i should take a break but how <laughs> so yeah uh, i just decided to take a brief news fast uh, with exceptions for protest news or the newsletter i get called what the fuck just happened today oh yes that is an excellent one mm-hmm. so that is my that was my sole source of white house news or national news or mm-hmm. even i guess international news as long as it related to the white house that was my that was my only source uh, yeah. on weekdays, and it it has worked out pretty well, I have to say. I was much less stressed and, I don't know, more settled in my day, maybe. Oh, good. Because the things, what even if I decided to procrastinate on something, I wasn't just looking at the daily outrage, mm-hmm. the, the daily madness. So, mm-hmm. uh, in that sense, I think it was a rousing success, mm-hmm. and I will probably continue to distance myself as much as possible yeah so uh but i'm keeping up with protest news because i both want to know what's happening in my city and to best participate maybe in other activist ways Uh, i'm not at the i'm not at the protests the nightly protests but i am uh, actively soliciting information about banding together i guess under a a specific program this uh, it's great to demand social justice but uh, I, I need to know the plan that we're working t- towards or working on <laughs> rather than, hey, just do something mm-hmm. that's not specific enough for any politician uh, because right. because they'll do something and then something will be done. Case closed. <laughs> I re- Case closed? I repeat. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's That's a lot. <laughs> Well, speaking of distancing oneself, mm-hmm. uh, Megan's been checking out Ancestry.com, which she had, oh. uh, you know, a while back yeah. already. I, I and, even um, had I had some questions built up for you. Had had you? I had yes, hmm. because I wanted to uh, know if you knew more about our great grandmother than I did. Oh, not just not just um, because of the stuff that she's been recently doing. No, not okay. related to what she's doing. It's right. Re- Related to the genealogy thing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's just a coincidence that you were, that you had questions. Um, Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think not. <laughs> thing, 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 thing. 
So she she found some a whole bunch of stuff that mom put in. You know, she's like, wow, she really did a lot of work on, mm-hmm. right? on that side. And she got a couple of a neat, what would it be? It's, I don't know, collage? Two pictures <laughs> of Granddad when he was much younger mm-hmm. as an adult, you know, maybe in his, I don't know, 20s. Right. And then, I think technically and then, it still is a collage. But yeah. Yeah, so two. And then one, well, one of his last pictures probably, he's smiling and writing, um, I think our cousin. Uh, well, I know it's our cousin, but one of our one of our cousins, uh, second cousin, because it's the son of one of our first cousins. Yeah, the, it's a uh, first cousin once removed. Okay, that's the child yeah. of your cousin, and then a second cousin is the cousin of your cousin. Oh, okay, that's interesting. I mm-hmm. never knew exactly how that worked. Well, uh, the once re- mm-hmm. once I got the once removed part, then mm-hmm. I I could keep it straight. Yeah, because they're your cousin, but removed a generation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I broke your... That's okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's got him standing at his bicycle, uh, smiling, and he's got one of our uh, cousins once removed uh, as a toddler mm-hmm. in the like, little carrier seat. On right, the back one of, of his great-grandchildren. Yeah, neat picture. Mm. Oh, sorry, uh, I was, the, I, was that leading somewhere? Oh, oh no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking, of, speaking okay. of distancing oneself, so she found a picture, ostensibly, of me from 1984, it says it says my name, and it says yeah, this might be somebody you are you are connected to. <laughs> confirm or deny. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and she checked with me. She sent me a, a picture. Or, you know, she texted me that picture, and it was our stepbrother. But it was a picture from our yearbook. One of the three times that they screwed it up. <laughs> oh, uh, that's right. High school. Right. Yes. Yes. So two of the three, two of the four years, they switched us. Mm-hmm. You know, so they had my name under his picture and his name under my picture. <laughs> right. One year they left us out entirely, or they they left one of us out. Yeah, I forget which one. And then, then one year they got it right. Right. Yeah. So kudos to you, yearbook advisor, mm-hmm. for abdicating all responsibility for fact checking <laughs> that whole the entire four years of my high school career. Right. You had different names. Let's be clear. But the no, same, no, you had the same this, had... you had the same last name. Oh, you had different oh, I... first names. Yes. And look nothing alike, mm-hmm. and yet, because yeah. you were in the same class. <laughs> Blue? Yep. Same last name. Uh, I mean, it was a big high school, but it really that big. not though. that big <laughs> that they couldn't uh, decide which one was which. Right. Oh, I'm pretty sure this one's James. <laughs> uh, whatever. Yes. Uh, but this was in the days before computer databases... Held course, all yeah. of it could be transferred easily with a photo or whatever. You could keep that. You could keep all of that in a database and just distribute it into a yearbook template mm-hmm. if you want. Yeah, just to but, do the basic uh, thing. I'm sure one of us knew somebody on the yearbook committee. Really? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so they could have asked. But, well, well, I'm not sure, but uh, again, tangentially. Yeah, again, not that big a school. Yeah, still a little, little gruntled. <laughs> yes. All right. As long as you don't head into postal territory. Nah, that's not that important. Let me ask you something. What, what do you do for a living, Norman? I'm a United States postal worker. <laughs> Aren't those the guys that always go crazy and come back with a gun and shoot everybody? Sometimes. <laughs> Why is that? Because the mail never stops. It just keeps coming and coming and coming. There's never a let up. It's relentless. Every day it piles up more and more and more. And you've got to get it out. But the more you get out, the more it keeps coming in. And then the barcode reader breaks. And it publishes clearing house. All right, all right, all right. 
but uh, yes, uh, uh, sorry. Apologies to all of the wonderful postal workers out there. <laughs> I, yeah, I, am I, mean, a, I am and always have been a big fan of the postal service. I wanted to be a letter carrier at some point when I was young. I thought that would be the coolest job. <laughs> Actually working anywhere in the post office, I thought, because of the volume of stuff that has to be dealt with all the time, I think that would be intriguing to me. Just this mass of objects that continually comes in and you have to organize it is a, it, it's a very appealing to me at the same time as I am terrible at organization. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Figure out that paradox, eggheads. But yes, I have uh, I've verbally expressed my appreciation for uh, postal workers when I see them on the streets so that they hear something from the public that's encouraging maybe. Yeah, it's got to be pretty depressing if you're an earnest postal, uh, a letter carrier, right? Right. Suddenly you you feel like your whole career is going down the tubes just within an eye blink, really. It just seems like it takes so little to remove a foundation of something you thought was a, a solid institution, right? Right. It, it, it's, uh, you know, called for by George Washington, so. Well, it's in <laughs> the. talking about foundational. It's in the Constitution that they could provide, like, the, 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 the outline of, uh, a postal service. Exactly. But emphasis on service, everyone. Mm-hmm. Service. It's for everyone in the nation, like Social Security. It's just, it doesn't need to make money because that's right. not its purpose. It is to, right. to have a nationwide distribution system, which we have. Mm-hmm. Every address that exists in the U.S. can get right. mail. It's, it's right. a... It's unconscionable to be reckless like this, in my opinion. But, eh, be that as it may. Fighting, everyone. We're fighting over here. I Back in the day, I kind of wanted to get one of those Jeeps. And I, I heard that they were uh, often surplused for <laughs> dirt cheap. One of them so, there Jeeps. Yeah. So I thought, ooh, well, i get one of those. I think it said as low as $40, you know, so one of those uh-huh. uh, little, yes. you know, back of the comic book type, or back of the newspaper little ads. <laughs> I mean, on like, TV, ooh. they were all, they were always advertising leases. $39.99. <laughs> so I thought, ah, that's an easy way to get a cheap car. <laughs> but uh, they drive the heck out of those things, so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't consider the fact that I might have to mm, operate on it. Well, that was we we had we inherited our grandfather's and uncle's car philosophy, which was run it into the ground and then <laughs> we'll hold it together with paper clips and snap. Do dads, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to think of the end of that one and mixing it up with other metaphors, but <laughs> my wow, we really do not have time for this. I I kind of want to do a part two <laughs> because my music show this week is Kate Bush, uh-huh. and I really we don't have enough hours to express the depth of my love and appreciation and admiration for Kate Bush. Honestly, uh-huh. just not enough time. Uh, it, it, how many hours do you have is basically what my question when somebody asks if I like Kate Bush. Hmm. I discovered her music in high school. Maybe it was just as we were, gra- as I was graduating <laughs> we, in 1980, 1985, she released the greatest hits album called The Whole Story. And I'm not normally a fan of greatest hits albums. I probably have talking, talked about it on the show before. Uh, yeah. I used to be very against them, but she put out one new song uh, with all with all the other hits, and uh, that was the one that 
I heard, and uh, she did a video for it. So it was on MTV. And uh, it blew my mind. Uh, it was one of the most amazing things that I had heard in a long time. And it was, it was both part of and way outside the mainstream of pop music at the time. Mm-hmm. I thought there was something in there that was strange. And I needed to know more. And then when I got the album and I started seeing pictures of her, I, I was thinking, I don't know. I just, I fell in love with her, really. It was, uh, it was quite amazing. I got all of her albums from 1978 on, and I, I listened to them in sequence over and over as I would buy them, right? I didn't just, I didn't have the money to buy everything at once. And uh, it just, she, she took over my musical life for quite a while there. And uh, I am still a huge fan. Could you see the eyes of the world? Could you see the scream of the weeping? Could you see the storm rising? Could you see the God was drowning? So she's famously reclusive, not J.D. Salinger reclusive, but not a celebrity, not interested in being in front of cameras or anything. Right. You don't ever uh, hear about her. I mean, you rarely hear about her. Yes. And when you do, it's because she did something like she did in 2014, which is announce a series of live shows, which she hadn't done in 30 something years. Mm -hmm. She stopped in the late 80s, I guess. Uh, mid 80s did a final tour for uh, hounds of love was it maybe and then that was it then just wanted to raise her kid and be out of the spotlight Mm -hmm. and she continued to release new music every once in a while but but no shows no live shows so it was with great excitement that the fan base received the news and and she sold out 22 nights 
Jimmy have sold out 15 nights initially uh, within minutes, and then they added a bunch of new shows and sold those out immediately as well. Mm -hmm. And it, where they were huge theatrical productions, she did some new footage for it. They had lots of costumes and choreography. It was a big production and a huge rousing success by all accounts. And there is film of it, but she insisted that people don't bring cameras or recording equipment in so as not to spoil the show for attendees. And uh, even though we may not get <laughs> ever a DVD release, in 2016 she released a three-disc set, two hours and 34 minutes, of all the music from the show and most of, I think, the interstitial things because there's dialogue and drama that go uh, along with it as a sort of theming, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is wonderful music, amazing performances. One of those live albums where rather than just recreating the hits for people, she she really reworked them to fit her voice as it is now because she's older. Mm -hmm. She can't do the same sorts of tricks, vocal gymnastics <laughs> that she right. she used to do. And yeah, insert uh, David Lee Roth here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and they're still... He's still good. The, a lot of them are still good, but uh, things like a, a slow, warbly vibrato mm -hmm. is, a, is a hallmark, I think, of older singers. Mm -hmm. So they get into their 60s and it's... <laughs> where, where it was much uh, more supple earlier. <laughs> Something. And so, to, to cut this as short as I can, um, I would love to share a ton of these songs and it's hard to listen to them out of the context of the show because things flow into each other, right? Mm -hmm. But but this one comes at the end of Act 1 of the three called King of the Mountain from Ariel, which I think was 2005. And very big, open sound, uh, haunting backing track and lovely vocal treatment as usual. Yeah, yeah she's very good. Mm -hmm. I like the soundscape, and uh, I do appreciate the quality of her voice. Yeah. I'm not necessarily a, a fan, right. but, uh, but she's very it. strange. A lot of her stuff, mm -hmm. it's just not. I don't see how it could appeal to everyone because it's so singularly her. Mm -hmm. But I, I do highly recommend it. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to select an eight-minute song <laughs> as the share because you can only hear a tiny bit of it and. And part of the impact of the song is that build-up to the yeah. climax at the at the uh, near the end, right? Where it just builds into this massive thing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it has, a, it has a really uh, a long story arc. Mm -hmm. Right. So just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it may be obvious yeah, like the... that she's talking about uh, uh, about a rich man, but specifically Elvis. And hmm. uh, Charles Foster Kane, right from from Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane. Mm -hmm. Those yeah. just conflating those two images and concepts and people, uh, real and imagined. And hmm. Okay, kind of cool to hear a bull roarer at the end. Yeah, yeah, I I really like that. That transitions from act one to act two. With a full stereo effect? Yeah, that was really neat. cool. That's They did a great job, I thought, on the production of, of the soundtrack of it. Yeah, yeah especially for a live situation too. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah you are, it, it does feel like the best of live albums. Like you are in the audience. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of times I feel uh, maybe closer to the stage or behind the musician. Like, like I'm looking out from the stage. That's how I've always felt about Rush's live albums. Hmm. Not in the audience more. I'm with them yeah. from the stage. And possibly that's because I've seen so much live footage. Yeah, maybe. So the cameras are always, almost always up there with them. But yeah, I felt like I could have been in a seat in mm-hmm. the theater. It's very, very well-constructed space. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> so, yeah, well-described. Mm-hmm. I'll, put, I'll link the album and the song as well. Uh, I highly recommend listening to the whole thing. It's it's quite... Tells a story. I have no superlatives. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful to hear all the way through. If you have more perspicacity, mm-hmm. you could... Send your synonyms to <laughs> bros at it's just no. You can send your superlatives to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. Yeah, break out the thesaurus and write to us there. Or if you tweet, be brief and <laughs> send it to at IJC2B. Very good. And I have been posting new work on my blog and on Instagram. So also very good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, it'll be interesting to, to listen to this back. Mm-hmm. And figure out the soundscape of this room. Well, I'm glad got... you. I'm glad you have a couple of days to edit because this is going to be difficult. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, because of the clips and things. Well, because of the stumbling and oh. often if we stumble, yeah. I feel like there's there's one big one and we go, wait 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 and look something up and then okay come yeah. back in one or two of those but this time mm-hmm. it's a lot of stopping and starting in the middle and remembering. Mm. So you, I think you'll you'll, oh. you'll do it. But yeah, those ones.